Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of It's the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Houlihan, and before we get to our fantastic episode with K-Swish, I have to tell you about some upcoming shows. January 4th through the 7th, we will be in Greater Harbor, Maryland for MAGFest. We're not sure exactly what we're doing yet, the schedule's still up in the air, but we will be at MAGFest, so for more information, go to magfest.org. Also, January 6th, we will be at KatoriCon at what used to be Gloucester County College and is now part of Rowan University. For more information, you're better off just Googling KatoriCon. It's a lot faster that way. But Noah, that's the same day as MAGFest. Oh, oh, I know. But Noah, those two places aren't really near each other. Oh, oh, I know. But Noah, how are you going to do both in the same day? Oh. I don't know, but we're going to figure it out. It's going to be confusing, but we're going to do it. So be sure to come see us at MAGFest or KatoriCon. Don't do both. It's crazy. That's what we're doing. Uh, And now, without any further ado, please take it away. Kirby Crackle. We're on the road. We're going home to the place where wild nerds roam with pretty girls and dudes and kids. For a podcast. Me? Yeah. Good. Who's here to do other things and is currently being annoyed by a podcast? You guys over there? <laughs> no, they don't. They're not paying attention. <laughs> this is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming to you live from Gamers Vault. That's 175 Route 70 in Medford, New Jersey. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan, and I am joined unusually by Laura Ashley. How are you doing, Laura? Hey, what's up? I don't get a whatever to your whatever? No. Wow. Because th- wow. that's you. It's usually really mean. <laughs> so, wow. Do you want to be the Bert to my Ernie? Okay. Okay. I'm one. sorry, everyone. You used that one like recently on the puppet episode. And also, they're not a romantic couple. I don't know. That's a well, yeah. That's a weird <laughs> like. I don't know. I don't know if that's where we're gonna go. See, this, I, I am so now. Now I'm outnumbered on, <laughs> on my own show. Uh, Will is currently broken down. Uh, and had a man. It just has a man. <laughs> he, he's just he's going through some troubled times, and uh, he just he was like, I can't do it today. Uh, so he's just he's just at home, and he's just going to eat some Ben and Jerry's. No, with me unusually <laughs> is the Groot to my Rocket Raccoon. The Groot. Oh, we oh. are still on this, huh? Yes. <laughs> the Groot to my Rocket Raccoon. Laura Ashley is here. No, I'm Rocket Raccoon. I'm the little mean one. <laughs> Aren't you glad I came to co-host? Oh yeah. Hey Jeff, what's up? <laughs> Will's battery died, so uh, he's getting a jump from AAA, and then apparently he's going to show up. So we're not waiting for him. The show starts at eight. <laughs> Our guest this week is a poet and the author. Well, I guess poet of what do you what do you what, do you, what does a poet scribe a book? <laughs> I want right? like author's incorrect, right? No, it's still author. Oh, the author. <laughs> Of sugar sand and scrub pines. Please give it up for K Swish. K Swish. Uh, so, uh, me and K Swish, <laughs> we went to college together, and that was not your name. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so, it's a nickname that um, was given to me in the poetry scene um, because, you know, 
you can get really uh, self-absorbed and really too serious. Like a lot of people can take themselves too serious and it's important to not do that, which is why you'll see things like um, if there's the slam poetry scene, which is competitive and they'll do things like pajama slam where everybody shows up in their jammies uh, and you normally get bonus points uh, if you show up in a onesie. All right. Um, but wow, I already have bonus points in being a poet. And yes. I haven't even written a poem yet, so this is this is going real well. <laughs> I could be queen there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yes, there's um, uh, so K Swish. Not only do I like the nickname, and I'm used to responding to it, but there is an author, uh, Kara Swisher, my full name, um, who is a journalist for like the Wall Street journal and these very very prestigious uh magazines and publications um so if you're it's a lot easier to find me <laughs> if i'm not using my name all right that makes sense i get that because uh laura ashley is also a very well-known betting company oh really like, yes. yes i used yeah. to have like laura ashley branded glasses when we go like when i go to the mall at boscobs there's a thing that's like there's a brand called Laura Ashley. It says, Laura Ashley, beautiful and smart. And one of these days, I'm going to steal one. <laughs> <laughs> this or at least is not take a, a selfie. Yeah, exactly. I, I just like the idea. It's like, nah, I just got my glasses engraved. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I should have gone with that. Yeah, see? <laughs> Uh, so you wrote uh, Sugar Sands and uh, Scrub Pines. Uh, I want to start with, what does the title mean? Uh, so uh, my mom's side of the family, uh, they are all from the uh, general Atlantic City, Atlantic County area. Right. So a uh, strong connection to the Pine Barrens. Uh, I love walking around and hiking there. So Sugar Sand in particular, it's this very soft fine sand and if you're in like the back roads of the pine barrens uh and you're not in like a truck or a jeep or something sturdy you're gonna get stuck okay. and then you're gonna have to call someone and <laughs> that's good what's luck. happening to will right, right now yeah and good luck uh explaining to them where you are i'm in the pine barrens which is literally like <laughs> thousands of acres it's oh, like well, uh, you're gonna die there. That sucks. Is, is yeah. this is this from experience? Did you bury your no. car by mistake? No, but I I know people who have. <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing the lightning sand from Princess Bride. Like I'm just yes. assuming oh, it's yeah. that. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Rodents of unusual size. Yes, <laughs> and then uh, scrub pines are also found in this one particular stretch of the Pine Barrens, and uh, instead of normal size pine trees they only grow to about four feet so like if you're on the hill on this road it's on um 539 and uh 72 like right by where they intersect uh you can literally see for miles and uh it's really it's really cool so so, so it's just charlie brown size christmas trees Aww, yeah we need to get a lot we need to get a lot of little ornaments <laughs> <laughs> Were those the trees that were by the Stockton Ewok village? Wait, what? <laughs> no. Did you ever go to that when you were in Stockton? I don't know. Yup, nub, nub. I, I never found it, but I've heard <laughs> like the the rumors that somewhere on Stockton campus there was just like tiny tree houses. <laughs> <laughs> just no, so I definitely noise. did not see any tiny tree houses. Am, am I, I think, crazy? I'm... Like, did you hear that lore when you were at Stockton? No. Somebody just lied to me. <laughs> 
And I just took their word for it, I guess. <laughs> uh, so you wrote this book a little while ago because I remember seeing yes. it on Facebook and being like, I should have her on the podcast. And then I waited, I don't know, nine months or something. <laughs> yeah, we released it um, back in May. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do quick math. Oh. Let's just call it nine months. <laughs> yeah, that's six. <laughs> All right, fine. It's Let's call November. it nine. All right, then. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Research department. <laughs> so how long did it take you to write this? Um, some of the poems are um, a couple years old. Like, some of them are five years old. Some of them are new. Because um, it was sort of a hodgepodge of, right, poems that I had written along the way and what poems work well with each other, what what poems fit with each other. Like one of my poems, um, which is popular when I perform it, because um, there are a lot of poets who are good at writing funny and that's not my forte. Okay. This is, it's the only funny poem I think I've ever written because <laughs> it came out of a prompt, a workshop where for whatever reason, the aliens have come to earth and you're the first person that's going to greet them and okay. write a poem about that. And I don't know why in my head, but the, I was thinking of someone who, right, that's a scenario, but They've already met this alien. This alien has abducted them years ago. <laughs> this and, is awkward. Right. Like, right. What are the odds? You like, never... right. I, I know the alien. Uh, bleep bloop. You never called. That's well, that's what the poem's about. Like, <laughs> like, that's it. That's all I write. Like, oh, and then you, you left and like, what? Um, so as popular as that poem is, it doesn't fit with the rest of the poems in there. It stands out right. in a strange way. So I left it out there. And I'd like for my next chapbook to just have a collection of weird poems. Like okay. the oddballs that don't fit with anything. So they fit with each other. So, so is there like a theme to this book? Not, um, I don't know if there is a theme. I tend to write a lot about the ocean i tend to write a lot about um nature and just like and i i i love um music i love listening to music in asbury there's all these great little local venues um some of them have been around for you know 20 some years um so i like incorporating that into that too yeah. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. And you mentioned the the poetry scene and it oh, being yeah. competitive. Like, oh yeah, are are there slam poetry offs that I'm unaware of? <laughs> Is it like a verbal fight club? Um, I mean, it's scored and um, so, right. So it's judged. I already don't like this, but, <laughs> but please continue. But the, but the slam poetry. Um, it, it might be a lot of the things that you'd seen, like button poetry is a, is a big one, uh, na uh, nationwide there's national poetry slams. And that's, okay. that's the whole point of the local slams is that you're trying to get a score, you know, over the weeks that you compete good enough to be on the team. Then the team goes to nationals and like, there's people. There's teams from all over the country competing. Um, so, but it's very performance oriented. So, there, uh, 
like you can watch workshops about um, body movement and closed and open like like what you do with your hands is important like it's not okay. uh, yeah it's not just your words it's a performance okay that makes sense yeah it's not unlike stand-up comedy in that way right but how is it scored uh, so it's it's decimal um, it, one place decimal points. Uh, it's one to ten. Ten is the like most amazing poem you've ever heard in the world. One is like Vogon poetry, where like it's gonna kill you. <laughs> Good reference. Right, right. That's what it, it always makes me think of. Now, um, the one poetry slam that I've really frequented a lot. It actually, uh, it was the longest poetry slam in New Jersey, but it, um, it ran its course and it shut down two years ago, I think now, uh, cause time goes by quickly. And I'm always like, Oh, that just happened like a <laughs> couple months ago. Works, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but they called themselves loser slam. And again, to write, let's not take ourselves so seriously. And so we're all losers here. So they would score backwards. So Ooh. 10 was a really bad score and one was okay. the best. Golf poetry. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but like, is there. Do they play the Space Jam theme song before everyone? <laughs> no. <laughs> come, come on in, Slam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now I'm going to have to start. Yes! yes! Just, and welcome just to the so gym. I can use that. <laughs> <laughs> we are accepting only Space Jam related poetry this evening. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're there the moment that you uh, <laughs> you start this. But like, I, I get that it's a scale of one to ten. But like, what what makes a ten? Like, is it based on just how you feel, or is there like, oh, this rhymed well? It. What they do is from the audience, they will pick about three or four people to judge at random. Okay, okay. So, right, it, it, it's based on whatever score they're using, right? Like, <laughs> how they're feeling. I have judged a couple of times. I always try to go by, um, right, based on, like, the first scores that I've used. Is that next poem on the scale more effective or less effective or, right, then the poem that I just heard like I tried to so it's picked randomly from the audience oh yeah oh there's something super special about that <laughs> yeah it's like what a beautiful poem let's go to our judge Greg whose girlfriend dragged him here uh-huh exactly he was on his phone halfway through that poem let's see what he thought <laughs> a four interesting <laughs> doesn't seem very official but uh definitely a fair way to do it <laughs> I'm, I'm now super interested in this, and I think this is a league I need to join, especially <laughs> if it's Space Jam related. I'm all about it if it's Space Jam related. I got that Bill Murray might be a furry. Uh, <laughs> he's like super interested in the money. Oh, okay. Oh, we're talking about Space right. Jam. I, I, I thought oh. you were just bringing that up randomly. Breaking news. <laughs> I thought there was someone had written a poem. Like, that sounded like the title of a poem. I'm like, I have to read that. No, I was figuring if we were going with that Space Jam theme. Yeah. Well, this has to happen now. We've said it too many times for it not to happen, so it's definitely going to happen. Now I've got to write that poem. Are there any Space Jam related poems <laughs> in this book? There are not. Alone in the crowd? That could be about Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people get this book? 
they can they can contact me. Uh, I don't have a website, but you can find me, uh, K Swish Poet, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and contact me and uh, probably PayPal or you know uh, I'll, I'll I would work out a way to to get it to them. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to do an icebreaker question, but we did just get one from the chat. The chat would like to know what our favorite fast food and soda is. Um, actually, I've cut soda out of my diet unless oh, there's completely? well, unless Me there's too. alcohol in it. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> right, I make that. Why a would s- I just drink mixer? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I can't drink straight whiskey. I just can't. It's not. It's not going to end well for anybody. Mm. Um, I do uh, root beer. Would definitely root beer, be root yeah. Beer? And yeah. fast food? Do you do fast food? Um, I, I do. I, I I've I've really cut down on that. But um, uh, Taco Bell, uh, especially the mm-hmm. um, the naked chicken. I, I'm a sucker for uh, fried chicken and nacho cheese. <laughs> like that's that's like <laughs> the, my the one ultimate. Where the chicken's jun- the shell. That yeah. one. Oh yeah. Well, well, they made uh, naked chicken chips, so they basically just put them in the shape of tortilla chips and then give you nacho cheese. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> See, no, Taco Bell is also my choice. Yeah. Uh, I do it twice a year on my birthday <laughs> and on Jeff Stormer's birthday. We go to Taco Bell because we know it's bad for us. And uh, there's only five ingredients that of Taco Bell, but they have a new thing every time I walk in. It's like, we've put them in a weird order. <laughs> uh, yes. The meat's now the the uh, the shell. Okay. <laughs> What's right. your favorite soda? It's okay. Uh, my my favorite soda is uh, probably root beer. I go root beer as well. Laura, do you have a favorite fast food? I really don't eat much fast food anymore. It's one of the things I like torched out of when I started trying to eat like a person, not like a trash panda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I haven't made my annual KFC error this year yet. Twenty seventeen's <laughs> almost over. About once yeah. a year, I think KFC is a great idea. And then spend the next two days regretting my life choices. Yeah, I, have that, I, I used to have the same relationship with Burger King. So, yeah. My favorite soda is that, like, diet cranberry ginger ale that's out, like, this time oh, of year. Oh, yeah. That's very that is good. soda. Yes. Also, Jeff Stormer. God, I love Taco Bell. <laughs> it's just so good. It is. I thought you guys so didn't get it. You always tell me you don't, you, that you didn't eat Taco Bell today. We do. We eat a lot of Taco Bell. It's <gasps> delicious. It's delicious, and I love it every year. <laughs> I've been it's lied so to. so good. Have you been lying to Th- me? That being said... Uh, Last time we had a podcast, uh, Will had eaten Taco Bell, and he's allergic to avocado, and he was dying the entire podcast. Oh. So we have a very mixed relationship with Taco Bell here on the show. They slip cheese into my food, and I threw up for like six yeah, hours they'll poison straight. you. They'll poison you. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious, but sometimes they poison you. Taco Bell, <laughs> run for the border. Uh, so our, our new sponsor, yeah, our new sponsor, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> and and assist and assist. Please stop saying that we poison people. <laughs> so we like to geek out on this show, and we do it with the segment called "What You Watch and What You Read and What You Play." It's where we talk about what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're playing. Uh, K Swish, you're new to the group. What have you been watching? Uh, we just binge watched Stranger Things too. I haven't gotten around to it yet. I I'm, man, I am, am I worried about uh, right because I don't want to. I hate spoilers and. Um, it was funny, actually, because, uh, right, we binge-watched it, and then we went, oh, well, what do we do now? You know, because mm-hmm. that's a thing now where, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, you had to wait until yeah. next week. Had to wait a whole week. Right. <laughs> and now, right, and now you watch and you go, oh, what now? And I had been scrolling through my Facebook feed, and one of the, one of the sites had 
Sesame Street parried parodied yes. uh, Stranger the Things. The Cookie too. Gorgon. Yes. yes. <laughs> but they really put a lot of spoilers in. It, like, I was like, if you Sesame haven't Street seen this. Sesame Street does that a lot. Like, because <laughs> like, Their Hunger Games was like yeah, that, Yeah, we were too. watching the Hunger Games. They did like, the Hunger Games. Yeah. It was, oh, well, The yeah. Hunger Games. Yeah, it was the Hunger Games. <laughs> With uh, Cookiness Monster Dean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we watched it. I was like, there's a lot of plot in this. Yeah. <laughs> So they're actually pretty good with their their parodies over at Sesame Street. Um, and I admit I'm really stupidly excited. Um, uh, the actor who plays uh, Dustin yes. is apparently in a band with his friends, oh, and really? they're gonna. I guess they're doing a night of like the young upcoming talent at the Stone Pony of all like young bands, and he's they're he's like gonna twelve. Yeah, so he's gonna be performing at the Stone Pony. We're all like. <laughs> But it is really odd as an adult being right. Like, okay, we're gonna go see. Yeah, this. I'm very excited to see this 14 year old. Right, <laughs> and I'm like, I, uh, I don't know. Like that feels really yeah. a little strange to me. It's 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 weird when you start looking up to people younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, look at how much they accomplished when while I wasn't accomplishing things. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Where did I go wrong? So what's the verdict without any spoilers on uh, Stranger Things 2? Excellent. Yeah? It was so good. We really got a lot more into the characters. Like, uh, even, uh, you know, the boys, their their parents and their family. Like, mm-hmm. that was really fun, really cool to see. Um, but, yeah, the, the character development was amazing. Yeah. I need to do it. <laughs> I need to watch. <laughs> I think I'm going to watch all of season one again, and then I'll jump That's into what season I did. two. That's what I did. But now it's funny because we're thinking about watching season two again, too, because, you know, you're so excited and it's so new. And then you're like, I feel like right now I have to, like, really watch it. Yeah. I used to do that with the Harry Potter books. You'd read it real quick to see what happened. And then you'd have to be like, "Okay, wait, what happened? Oh, midnight release. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then, like, stay up till five o'clock in the morning reading this book. Uh Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very important. (laughs) Exactly. Because I've said this before on the show, but I'll say it again. Uh, me and Will were at a convention when Daredevil dropped. And we were just on our phones like Friday. Oh, wow. Daredevil came out. Sweet. And then Saturday, everyone's done Daredevil. Every, everyone finished it. And then Sunday, it was like, everyone's done talking about Daredevil. We missed it. It's over. <laughs> we can't go back now. Well, also, you know, with Netflix and now shows that I maybe missed the first time around, mm-hmm. I can watch. But now it's awkward because nobody wants to talk about Lost now. No, no. <laughs> nobody wants to talk about Lost. Are you? Are, did you just get into Lost? No, I actually haven't watched it at all. <laughs> but as a... Right, as a, as a reference. Because I... I Recently, I was like, yeah, one of my mom's favorite shows, and we weren't allowed to stay enough, stay up late enough to watch it was ER, but we oh really liked it. And I'm like, should I watch ER again? My boyfriend's like, why? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, because I want to. Nostalgia, right. you know, put the nostalgia goggles on and try to enjoy it. <laughs> uh, Laura, have, have you watched anything good? Oh, we get to talk about Riverdale now. Oh, you, you've been looking for the, to the door like he's not coming yet. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> All right. So this will be the Riverdale segment. Uh, I watch Riverdale. It is the most glorious conceivable trash. Uh, there's a great tweet that says, uh, the writing is terrible. I hope it runs eight seasons. I hate it. I love it. Do you, 
do you like the show or do you despise the show? Yes. <laughs> and that's how I feel about it. Like the writing has gotten dumber and dumber and dumber. Like last week they had like a drag race over drug territories, which is what I think of when I think of like Archie comics. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Riverdale? I have not. It's I'm on Netflix. Not. Do it. <laughs> Nothing about it really grabs me. I don't know. It's definitely not what you think it's going to be. <laughs> At one point they're like hand to God doing out tonight from rent over like a possible date rape scene. And everyone's just like, okay, well, this is what we're doing. This is just how it's Questionable. happening. Questionable. Questionable. Uh, Jeff Stormer has pointed out uh, the words jingle jangle, which is like their MacGuffin drug. Oh. That's what that is. They're hooked on the jingle jangle? Yeah. <laughs> jingle jangle is like the drug that they're trafficking. Uh, I guess. It doesn't even sound cool. No, it makes it, it uh, But I guess it makes it less dated than like, you know, the heroin epidemic, the coke emide- epidemic. Yeah, they're the all in the jingle jangles. <laughs> Jing- like Riverdale's in this weird, like outside of time place where they have smartphones, but like nobody ever thinks to look something up on the internet. <laughs> like they go to the library, <laughs> but they all have smartphones that are like incredibly key to the plot. I, I propose that uh, Riverdale is written by playing games of Scrabble. <clears throat> I think it's like the story dice. <laughs> we, we got we got addiction, <laughs> drag race, and jingle jangle. It's All so right. good. I don't think jangle's a word. I don't know. Somebody played it. Oh my god! I, I, I don't even know how to like explain it to somebody because it just well, has gone. It's like not even two seasons in, and it's already like off the rails in the way that like most shows take four or five years to go. Like you, you know what it is though. You know that it's yes. Archie comics, but. But like oh, Muppet weird... Baby's Twin Peaks version. <sighs> the the way I explain it is: Did you watch Breaking Bad? Uh, bits and pieces. I know that's the <laughs> only because my boyfriend's mother watched it, and so if I was in the room when she was watching it, I would see what she was. Okay. Oh, although pieces. it was funny because um, you know, obviously it's very. Sus- suspenseful at certain points and um right the one scene where the guy's coming after him in the parking lot and is uh does he have a gun or an axe i don't remember but uh, oh okay yeah. i know what you're talking about yeah. so this very and i'm tense at the <laughs> table going oh my god and my boyfriend's mother is is taking a nap i'm like i don't i don't what I'm now alone in this moment <laughs> right i'm like how can you nap through this well the the way i explain riverdale is since it's like this heavy team drama with the cast of Archie. It's like if you took Breaking Bad and you replaced Jesse with a talking dog, but nobody addressed it. <laughs> that being it's said, like, I want to see that. He's just like, wait, wait, what is this? Wait, this is based off what? Is anybody weirded out by it? No? Okay, that's Josie from Josie and the Pussycats, right? All right, whatever. Leave it on. <laughs> it's so It's so ridiculous. And like... The parents are good and evil simultaneously in every episode. It's just, it's trash. It's the best trash. Well, I'm going to move away from Riverdale now. Uh, I, have you seen Thor yet? The new Thor movie? No, yet. no uh, actually. Oh, it's it's oh, nothing no. but Thor being aggravated by things. Really I'm is. okay with that. It, it, yeah. He's just really bothered all the time. Like, there's very few moments where it feels like he's in peril. But he's always just like, oh, <laughs> this again. Oh. Like, it could be alternate title Thor's Bad Day. Yeah, yeah. It's just Thor kind of the no good, very yeah. bad, horrible, terrible, bad day. Yes. 
Yeah, he's just. Mm. He's, he's just, got my favorite. He's character. inconvenienced the whole movie. <laughs> has my favorite character entrance of all time, though. I think the introduction of Valkyrie is like one of my favorite. Like, she comes. She like does the traditional like you know bad boss entrance and like kind of does this out of a liquor bottle. <laughs> and then she goes down the gangway of her ship and just falls. Yeah, she's like, too drunk to stand. Like, not gracefully, not like the Willy Wonka somersault and up into a stand. Like, mm. just drunkenly stumbles off the side and then is like, I'm okay. <laughs> and it's the greatest intro to any Marvel character. Uh, but I must say, Thor has, like, is the most separate out of all the Avengers. Like, everyone else feels, like, real tied together, but Thor has his own, like, lore and stuff like this and too many characters for me to keep track of. And... Mild spoilers, because I'm going to say this very carefully, uh, but uh, s- some people don't make it through the movie. And uh, when it happened, uh, I won't say who it was. <laughs> Laura was like, I can't believe they killed X. And I was like, they did? When did that happen? <laughs> Noah completely missed it. <laughs> totally I was like it. grieving and he was not noticing. Oh my God, is that a Will Liam? <laughs> ah, what a great story. <laughs> Will's here, everybody. <laughs> Good. Will showed up just late enough that I got to talk about Riverdale. <laughs> oh, the one thing I didn't want to happen. <laughs> we, we were current- I'm going to give Will his seat back. I'm going right. to retire gracefully. All right. You can Th- stay. Thank you for joining. I, no, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about what I'm playing because I, I don't have anything. Th- all right, that's fine. Uh, okay, we're, we're currently talking about what we're watching, and I brought <gasps> up Thor. It's a good movie. <laughs> have you seen Thor, William? I did see Thor. Well, wait till you're with the microphone to answer that question. <laughs> I this is Kay Swish, by the way. Hi. She is our guest. She is a poet. Nice you too. <laughs> uh, so what do you think of Thor? I've, I enjoyed it uh, very much. Excellent. <laughs> what, what, what did you... I don't... It's your segment. <laughs> okay, we're going to throw it back to you. <laughs> what you reading? You reading anything You don't have anything good? to say about Thor? We did all that part already. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. We, we were seeing if you had anything to add. No. No. Nothing at all. Uh, I'm reading a very cheerful fiction novel, which is one of my favorites. I've read it so many times. Uh, it came out in like 97 and, uh, it's White Oleander by Janet Fitch. Uh, I'm not familiar. It's, uh, I like it a lot. It appeals to the poet in me. It's very descriptive and there's a lot of descriptions in it that feel like poetry in fiction form, but, um, the story is this 12-year-old girl, um, her mother is a poet and uh, murders her boyfriend because he breaks up with her and she just cannot handle it. So it Ooh. follows, um, the daughter is Astrid, it follows Astrid through these series of foster homes um, and her growing up basically without her mother and her mother is very, her mother kills her boyfriend. I I thought the main character did. And then I was like, I don't think you just lose like (laughs) (laughs) you, you killed your boyfriend to the orphanage. I didn't think that was a thing that no more parents. (laughs) It's a weird punishment. I don't like this judge. No no more birthdays for you. Right, so father follows her growing up in these series of foster homes, but also her relationship with her mother. And her mother 
has always been incredibly manipulative and controlling and she's very intelligent but um even in prison like her letters and what she says and how she acts with any of the foster parents that she happens to meet like she tells the one who astrid really likes um that she should keep her bags packed because she's just a walking suicide and like Whoa. right like <laughs> yeah goodness yeah nice cheerful read yeah it sounds very <laughs> cheerful <laughs> to read over and over again yeah <laughs> might i recommend a book to you yes. have you read house of leaves oh my god yes i own it <laughs> okay. no you don't i do no it's a book that noah made up <laughs> For, for an entire year, mm-hmm. my what you're reading was House of Leaves because mm-hmm. I was just like struggling through it. Oh, yeah. and I just imagine it was a notebook that Noah is an insane person was just like <laughs> scribbling into. But the, the mother made me think of House of Leaves and how disturbing that is. I, I also love House of Leaves because I've never seen a book that plays with what a novel is yeah. more. And I'm like... Like, you know, right, and the plot is someone thinking that they're going crazy, and when you're reading it, you you think you're going crazy, because mm-hmm. you're like, what is, <laughs> like, and does the, any of that have any meaning, and yeah. you're like... Some of it's backwards, and you require a mirror to... <laughs> it's it's just... Footnotes that go on for pages in yep. the middle of the text of just lists of different, like, furniture. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Bizarre, so, somebody amazing. at work asked me recently if I finished House of Leaves, and my response was, I read all the words. Yeah, I, I don't wouldn't know. say I finished it. I don't think anybody ever really finishes, finishes it. House of Leaves. Yeah, How about you, William? You reading anything good? Uh, well, I'm going to do listening. Good. Way to I, cheat. Yeah. Well, I, I have a comic I'll talk about next week, but I, li- I was listening okay. to uh, My Favorite Murder. Which I told myself I wasn't going to do anymore because it depressed me a lot. I know. That's why I'm giving you this angry well, look no, no. Through, through the camera. They, I, it was one of their live ones, and it was the most uplifting story. I mean, it, it's still sad, but like... <laughs> so here, it's uh, Lana Turner, who was an actress okay. in like the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And she was dating this mobster who was abusive towards her. Uh, at one point, Mobsters tend to yeah, be. Yeah, as, as they want to be. <laughs> Uh, she did an interview. She was doing a movie with Sean Connery, and she said how attractive Sean Connery was. So the guy flew to London uh, with a gun to threaten her and Sean Connery. Wow. Sean Connery disarmed him and beat the crap out of him. <laughs> and then, I'm James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's our live show. Uh, he was terrible, Connery. It was okay. It was and better than she, mine. She's like, in a lot of terms, like, I'm going to break up with this man. This has to stop. And she, uh, she, they were at her home, her and her daughter, and she's like, I'm breaking up with you. And he, he started hitting her, and he started screaming at her. And then her 13-year-old daughter walked up to him, stabbed him in the gut so hard that she severed his spine and killed him. And I was like, this is the great... Yeah! Yeah! It was like, yes! Oh, what a great ending! Did they take her birthdays away? They took them all. <laughs> no, the, like, the mob... Put her out. They were like, she should go to jail. <laughs> and they tried to get her tried. And it's like, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> He's a bad kid. <laughs> no good. You think they try to recruit her? Yeah, yeah that's right. Like, like uh, we can work with this, kid. maybe. Like, uh. <laughs> you stabbed him. Then what happened? A car drove by and threw me a bag of money. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, murder. <laughs> uh, 
So uh, I'm going to throw you a huge curveball because this is something that you would never expect me to say. Uh, I finished my first Stephen King. Oh, which one? Uh, Technically not a Stephen King. It was him writing as Robert Bachner. Does Robert Bachner know how to end a story? No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Is it Bachman? It's Bachman. Richard Bachman? What did I say? Bobby Bixdale is what you said. (laughs) (laughs) You're reading Wagner? Yeah, I'm reading Wagner. Uh, Richard Bachman, right? Yes. Okay, Richard Bachman. Kurt Vonnegut. (laughs) Uh, Because as you know, my favorite genre is murder game show. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, he wrote this story called The Long Walk. Heard of it. 100 boys sign up. And it's voluntary, which I found very interesting. And they start at the top of Maine. And uh, they have to walk at four miles an hour. Uh, If you stop or slow down, uh, you get a warning. And you have 30 seconds to get back up to four miles an hour. If you fail, you get a second warning. If you fail, you get a third warning. And then after your third warning, they shoot you. Who shoots you? It's a really slow speed. Yeah. The the government is just like are they like walking alongside them? Yeah, yeah. There's this guy named the major, and he's got all these soldiers that just like walk with uh, guns, okay. and you walk until you're the last person walking. And if you win, you get any wish you want. But it's a hundred boys. You just need to be the best at walking. Those odds aren't good enough for me to want to be like, yeah, I'm gonna. Well, when sign I hear up. that, I hear you have to walk four miles an hour. And it gets worse. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in for that. Yeah. So uh, I take that back. You have to walk. No, 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 no. <laughs> nah. nah. My wish is to not walk. <laughs> uh, so you get to know all these like characters, and it's this weird situation where they kind of all band together because they're all in this like very stressful situation. But you also kind of want everyone else to die so that you can live. So they walk until they're. Ex- exhausted? See, now here's here was my my problem with the book was uh like it's a big televised thing. This but, sounds very boring. Well, you get to know This all, is not Hunger walking. Games. This is boys walking. The woods. It, I don't think it would work as a show. Like like it's like they're just going to walk. It's like, yeah. But it, like it really these, kind of sounds like it doesn't work as a book. No, as a book you get to know all these characters and they're like this is why I'm walking and like you find out that two of the boys are brothers and it's like, "Oh, that's going to be get awkward." Yeah. That's going to get real weird. Uh so they're they're just walking along and talking and trying to figure it out. But I want to say at least 20 of them die for unfair reasons. Like they're all like, "Oh, I have a strategy. I'm only going to eat this much, blah blah blah." But like the first couple just like I have a cramp. And they're like, well, that's too bad. And then they, they kill them. And then one of them gets run over. Like a tank just runs over their feet. And then it's just like a guard standing over them like, first warning. He's like, I don't have feet. Second warning. It's like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> and it, it does a really good job of playing that level of like lighthearted conversation. Followed by, and then we heard a gunshot. And then there were only, you know, 94 of us. And, bless you. And since it's it's all, like, teenage boys, way too much sex talk. Mm. Like, way too much. It's, it's kind of a Stephen King thing, yeah. too. At least now. Oh, it, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. it, weird times. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, literally. And 
there's nobody here. Uh, th- there's a part where a girl kisses another guy that's just like th- they're cheering them on and she jumps out and she kisses this guy and uh, he gets aroused and then gets a cramp and then dies. Yep. <laughs> Boner cramps will get you, man. Oh, but it was super interesting. I wouldn't say it was an enjoyable read, <laughs> but like I was definitely like invested. That's how I would describe most Stephen King books. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I was real invested, <laughs> and then it then it stopped. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, they also toy with this weird thing of like no one's ever really met a winner, so they're like, yeah, they just shoot you after you win. Like, oh, Why? what is Ooh. the point of this? Are they just a hundred boys too many in America, and they gotta? Well, like apparently they're like thousands sign up, and then like only so many like uh, uh, pass the physical. Yeah, there's an essay contest, the physical fitness exam of walking four miles an hour, <laughs> and uh, like. I mean, it might be a book ahead of its time. America is not a healthy nation, but yeah. <laughs> And then there's like an essay part where it's like, why do you deserve to be on the long walk? But like, what? At least, like Hunger Games, it's entertainment, and it, it's supposed to remind you. Know, I mean, it is entertainment, but but no, it's at, not. Walking is not entertainment. <laughs> in, in the in the world of whatever this is, it's entertainment. New England, but it's 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 oh, a parade. Place. Like like they come out and are like they're walking by. It's great, but they've removed any interesting part. (laughs) And, like, one kid, like, tries to massage his foot because, like, it's cramping up. But, like, he he loses his shoe, and he's like, well, I can't go back for it. And, like, the crowd dives on it. They're like, I got a shoe. It's it's very strange. I don't like this book. (laughs) Again, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but it was definitely an experience reading it. Uh, and uh, do we got time? Yeah, we got yeah, we got a little bit of time. What you playing? You playing anything good? Uh, yeah, we uh, we have a nice little game group that plays a lot of uh, board games and tabletops. Cool. Uh, we just played. Um, it was a Kickstarter. It was Dracula's Feast. So a little bit of social deduction, hidden identity. Um, the artwork was really really uh, nice. It reminded me a little bit of Edward Gorey. Um, so you're all at a ball with Dracula, and you're all different monsters. So the different monsters have different abilities and different ways of interacting but you're trying to figure out who everybody else is and you know okay. on so a werewolf type situation yes. yeah yeah i'm i'm pretty terrible at werewolves i'm werewolves. terrible at lying and oh, so I'm so good at it <laughs> yeah um but yes we've played werewolves a lot of times yeah yeah i'm, I'm a big fan of it there's a one that we played uh where it's a batman one where you're all playing poker, and one of you is secretly Batman trying to kill everybody. That one's super good, and uh, you get to be Batman in it, so that's pretty cool. Uh, will you play anything good? We're we're a little short on time. Uh, nah, we're fine. We're fine. You skip on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. Uh, I downloaded Uncharted Three. I'll let you know once I get further into it. It's time to play a game. <laughs> We we only got like 10 minutes left, so we're going to jump right into the game. It's time for host versus guest versus audience. This week, I brought the shredder pop that we stole from another guest. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) I brought this dead shredder pop. And I believe you you brought your book? I did. If you want to Billy Mays sell it real quick. 
That's more of a Vanna White, but acceptable. Oh, mm-hmm. Acceptable. Uh, now, to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they need to bring a prize for us to win since we brought these amazing living prizes. What did you guys bring this week? <laughs> we have floor trash. It's well, pretty it's floor li- trash, Literal though. floor trash. This time. Is that just paper? Just wrapping paper? It's just festive wrapping. <laughs> All right, festive, festive wrapping paper. Get on up here. I don't, but what is it? It's just colors. <laughs> like birthday. <laughs> I bought it during Christmas time. That makes it Christmas wrapping paper. All right. It's a fair argument. Asked and answered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're a little short on time. So we're going to play. Stop uh, saying that. The, uh, we are, though. Uh, we're going to play the old standby. We're going to play Google Feud. I'm going to give you part of a Google search. You need to give me one of the top 10 autocompletes for that Google <laughs> search. All right. Uh, so everyone will get to answer everyone's uh, every question, uh, and we'll just go down the line. We'll start with Will for the first one. This is an interesting one. What is the address of the White House? The White House. It's usually I'm not that yeah. quick to answer. <laughs> it's usually a whole thought process. That's what I would have said. So yeah. now, now I have nothing. It is the number one answer. That's good for ten thousand well, points. Trying to get to the White House address. Now I'm alarmed. Those are all terrorists, I bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> Trump trying to figure out how to get home. His GPS. Yeah, trying to map quest it. Uh, <laughs> K Swish. Uh, I'll go with Statue of Liberty. Statue. Huh. Well, I guess it has to have an address. I, I don't know. How do you send her letters? <laughs> <laughs> Not on there. Not uh, on there. Damn. <laughs> uh, Katie? The Playboy Mansion? Good answer yeah, for Playboy Mansion. Not on there. Uh, the <laughs> top ten answers are, what is the address of Trump Towers? Oh. <laughs> Clemson University? Why? Clemson. Fight and seas. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Santa Claus. Oh, my God. The North Pole. Where I am, <laughs> Wrigley Field, Earth in the Cosmos. Wow. What is the address of Earth in the Cosmos? Who's searching that? Xenomorphs. Oh. <laughs> uh, the Empire State Building, my location, and the White House. The White House is number one answer. Let's move on to the next round here. Okay, we're going to start with you on this time. All right. Uh, it's just one word. Muppet. Babies. Ooh, that's a good answer. <laughs> Muppet Babies <laughs> is the number one answer. Oh, good for yes. 10,000 points. <laughs> Katie? Uh, Muppet. Show. That's a good Muppet answer, Show. Yeah. That is the number eight answer. Good oh for 3,000 <laughs> points. <laughs> Will? Uh, Christmas Carol. Mm. Christmas Carol. <laughs> Making sure I spell it right. That is the number five answer. Good for 6,000 points. I think this is the first time in the history of Google Feud oh, where yeah, everyone is scored. Yay! The full list We're is... Muppet Heavy Podcast. Uh, Muppet Chef. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that, that, I hope that is a, a show... 
They're like, what is the name of that it's chef? It's time for Muppet Chef. <laughs> uh, Ooh, does he cook Muppets? <laughs> he cooks Muppets. All the, oh, he cooks all the oh, sentient no. vegetables. <laughs> uh, Muppet Eagle. Yep. Oh, yeah. Muppet Show. Muppet Band. It's Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Muppet Movie. Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas. Uh, well, should- that might be John Denver. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't have had a cow. <laughs> Muppet Christmas. Muppet necking. Gross. No. Why yeah, is pass. Why is it number three? <laughs> Muppet necking. Research department, do you mind doing yeah, a little Google that Google with search? the safe search off, please. <laughs> uh, Muppet characters. And number one is Muppet babies. A little disappointed not to see Treasure Island. Yeah, I, w- uh, I almost that's said That was going to be my first Island. guess. So that is. is a pirate. <laughs> exactly, yes. exactly. So that is sixteen thousand for Will, uh, ten thousand for K Swish, and three thousand for Katie. And we'll start with Katie yeah. on this one. What's up, floor trash? <laughs> Coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> a- any any update on on necking? Muppet necking? Oh, oh no. the research that's, department that's is greatly upset. Book. I want to talk. I just got here, so <laughs> I'm full of talk. Can you just hold up your phone screen? I just want to. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, excellent. Yeah, oh, yeah. We have technology now. I forgot. Oh no! Is, is it on the neck? Uh, so it, while while uh, our producer is putting this on our screen, uh, I'll give Katie a chance to thank here. Oh, yeah, uh, and it's I love my. I feel like we've gotten this one before. Yeah, this sounds familiar. All right, fine. We'll get a new one. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, that one, dude, it's less fun. All right, next uh, one. Next one. Jesse's making a face. <laughs> uh, I want to see a. <clears throat> oh, Katie, your name is in the example. Uh, oh, these are all words I cannot say. <laughs> oh, oh I thought that was called a half and half. <laughs> I like that, that was the that well. was the best way for you to explain. Uh, guy, guy one says, "Hey, I saw you hooked up with Katie last night. Anything happened?" Yeah, she was muppet necking me all night. Oh, what? Damn, you got lucky. That does n- that example does not explain it at all. Also, there, I have a lot of issues with this. First off, this is just good form. It's not. Yeah, this. You should be doing this. I mean, yeah. Not the entire time, but it should be incorporated. And two, it's not. I don't see how puppets come in. I have. There is a second definition. Okay, what's that? You, you could scroll yeah, down. Jesse, you want to scroll down there? See what. No, lower lower the mouse. Right, there we go. All right, cool. uh, nope, not any better. Uh, see, that one makes more sense to me, and that one I've never heard of before. Oh, all right. All right. So they're all terrible. Go ahead and Google it. They're all things I'm not comfortable saying. Uh, Katie, I want to see A. I really like the second one. I'm sorry. Is your focus messed up? I want to see a Muppet necking. That's, I was about to say that. I just couldn't get the words out. No. Uh, let's see. I want to see a boob. <laughs> Just one though. I wanna, <laughs> I'm going to test the, the waters, <laughs> and if not, I like it, it's done. We'll move on to the second. <laughs> Will I want to see a I've, uh, double rainbow? Ooh. Classic Ooh. internet double 
Rainbow. That is not on there. Okay, this is for the game. I want to see a movie. Movie? Going simple. Yeah. That is the number four answer. Good for 7,000 points, bringing you up to 17,000. <laughs> and that means you win. You, you've, you've won Google Feud. Uh, what? All right, so uh, top ten are, uh, I want to see a map of the United States. Therapist. Yeah. Oh. Good idea. Ghost. I want to see a ghost. Map. Ooh, ghost therapist. Picture of you. Oh. Uh, sample ballad. Movie. Video. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the number one answer is, I want to see a picture of. <laughs> I guess a lot of people Google that and then die mid-sentence. <laughs> I want to see a picture of. But with 17,000 points, this is now your shredder. And you get and that floor trash. trash. You can. You, can, the, you, you could wrap the shredder. And in, yeah, an entire Christmas shopping session has been skipped <laughs> for you. Yes. Katie, thank you so much for coming thank up here. Thank you. Okay, Swish, we got to get out of here. Anything you want to plug? No. <laughs> I know that's terrible. I think you wrote um, a book. Yeah, I just uh, hold that up. Yeah. Um, Check that out. But yeah, you can you can find uh, the book. You can find out where I'm going to be. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's just a weird. <laughs> I know what you meant, but you feel like you want to know where I am. It's very uh, <laughs> easy. Now, the, um, open mics, featured reads. Uh, you can find me, K Swish Poet, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Will I, I anything to I, add? I had a very hectic drive here, and I don't know where my phone is. <laughs> So, I'm sorry uh, to hear that. Uh, pineapples, no good for starting cars. <laughs> all right, all right, good to uh, know. AAA, it's worth having. All right. Those two quick life facts. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher, vote for us on podcastland.com, make us the podcast of the month, subscribe to us on YouTube, and follow the Twitch stream. Apparently, we have exactly 69 followers right now. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, be sure to join us next week. That is December 7th, right? Yeah, sure. Yes, December 7th, uh, when we will begrudgingly have Jeff Stormer <laughs> from the Talking Nog podcast. Uh, and I believe you will only be taking Nog-based questions during the show. Okay. Thank you so much for watching. And thank you to Net Neutrality for making the show possible. Please go to battleforthenet.com, write your congressman, send them tweets. They can even connect you via phone. Do that. Good night. Yeah, but, uh, goodbye.